Hello! Hi. Happy Friday! Happy Friday! I'm so excited for this episode's <laughs> guest, celebrity chef Renee Blackman. But before we get to her, how's y'all's week been? I Busy. have smiled and laughed all week. That's good. Mostly. But right now, I'm, I'm just, it's so good. Like, I'm You're just I, grinning. I'm just grinning because we are in Pride Week, people. My birthday's coming up. I'm just feeling all kind of joy. I just can't stop smiling. Yes, I hope, what I are was, you doing for your birthday? I, um, I don't know, but I took off a lot of days next week for work. So, honestly, I might skip off to Atlantic City if they open and have uh, a coma. No, I don't know. please Not don't. AC. I don't know. I might sneak off somewhere. I don't know. I'm excited, though. Like, I'll you be sure. Flights are cheap. Sneak you could on make down it to the. The street outside, if you go anywhere. I might have to, friend. And we walk. Oh, oh you're going to Montreal, right? Nice no. try, bitch. It's you Toronto. It's Toronto. You want to try to play Whatever. me? Oh. <laughs> you try to play me. The borders uh, are so closed. You ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying my black ass at the house. But what, <laughs> but what I think we should do and what everyone should be doing this Pride weekend mm. is the bars that are open that are LGBT, please go out and support them by getting them to go drink. I mm. did read that this Saturday, actually, is the which is odd, being Pride weekend, is the last day you can do to go drinks. But... Most of the bars are going to be open this weekend for mm. you to like go in and do social distance. I'm still nervous about all that. Yeah, me too. I'm still. I'm nervous, nervous about but all I that. do think it's important. Like bars like Alibi, like which is the LGBT black-owned gay bar in Harlem, going there and just doing a support, support like something rock bar places that could maybe close. I'm not trying to go hang out at Boxers or the Ritz or anywhere no. in Hell's Kitchen. No yeah, doing that. Yeah, I'm. I'm nervous to go. I'm. I'm going to stay inside and I'll. Google a recipe for a drink to make it myself. Make mm-hmm. a pride drink. And then, a pride drink. Drink. and then we can tell people our favorite drinks. Ooh, that reminds me. I want to make a um, rainbow cake. Oh, yeah. We did that once. Did, y'all did it for my birthday. One of your birthdays. I'll do it again. We'll reprise it. You want it. that for your birthday? That's what you're getting. I was going to say, I don't know what Darrell wants. Hey, that's what he's going to get. That's what you're going to get. I just need a couple And I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Because whose fat is up. I'm not participating. These two chickens. No, because as big as me. <laughs> what is that from? My cousin Shonda does this thing. She said, because who's winning is me. So I don't sometimes be running to the house and he's like, because something is me. I'd be like, at work and I'm like, Adam, what did you just say? So shout out to your cousin Shonda. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shonda. Because Adam, Adam literally be running around. He's like, because who's hungry is me. And I'm like, oh, it's God. ridiculous. Speaking of hungry. hunger. Yes. yes. Chef. Renee Blackman is an amazing chef. I've had her food. She's mm-hmm. done a lot of events for me. Mm-hmm. She is Odell Beckham Jr.'s personal chef, among other celebrities. Oh, Black wow. excellence. She is going to be up with us next to share some of her favorite recipes and what she's doing for Pride, how she's giving back, how she's been in quarantine, and what she's wait. cooking us. What and she's cooking us. <laughs> so I can't wait for her to come on right after this. 
Hello and welcome back. We are so excited to have celebrity chef who made her debut on Chopped, Miss Chef Renee Blackman. Hey, hey. girl, hey. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? Hey. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. I have a little cocktail happening over here. So okay. It we is got the hour. rose. We got the little rose wine. It's delicious. <laughs> you make that cocktail yourself. What's the, what's the recipe? So the recipe is you need a bit of pineapple juice, just a hint of lime juice, and of course, as much tequila as your spirit can handle. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. My Seriously. too much. <laughs> Love it. So how, how's this quarantine treating you? Uh, you know, quarantine has had its moments. Uh, initially, I was melting into my couch watching Netflix and binge watching everything possible. Word. And, um, <laughs> And I'm sure that's the same for, for pretty much everyone until we all kind of figured out or at least settle into just knowing, okay, so I'm going to be in the house or I'm going to be working. And I actually decided to uh, donate meals to some frontliners. Um, I got some clients to donate as well as some friends and, and Instagram followers. And I got a good amount of money and it created meals for about 300 people. And from there, just kind of picked up. And the nurses were asking me to deliver food to their hospital for their units or to the hotels. There were a lot of uh, out of state nurses that were traveled here to help with COVID. And from that, it's about 3,200 meals that I've created. So I've been wow. in business. Wow. That's amazing. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I need a uh, manicure at this point. Oh, you know, I'm ready to pick a color at any day. You let me know. He's <laughs> looking haggard over here. <laughs> I'm very surprised that um, my cuticles are just doing okay right now. I don't know if you guys can like see what's happening here. Yeah. No, you're looking good. Mine are hacked. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my quarantine. What about you? Nice. Okay, you, you know. know, same old, same. Lots of Netflix. <laughs> the first couple of weeks, I was drinking myself into oblivion. To be honest, <laughs> um, the. F past few weeks, I'm still drinking, but not into oblivion. Um, <laughs> I, I think we didn't know how to handle this in the beginning. Yeah, I think it was really well. I honestly thought, sorry, no, go ahead. No, I just thought it because we were told, you know, we're gonna take two weeks off. Yeah, yeah, right. reassess, and then we'll come back and see what's popping. And then cut to like we're we now are three months three later, months later, and it's like, well. This Here is life are. now. Yeah. This is life now. I'm over it. But do we really want to go back to work? I feel like no. We hail to the now. No, no, not fully. I do. No, I just loved my job, and, and like, that's a beautiful thing. Now. I did. I really liked it, and then I had just started in um, October of 2019, mm -hmm. and then so I was working, and then we were laid off. <sighs> but you know. <laughs> Well, I'm, 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 I'm hopeful and I'm positive that, you know, something will come of it. Well, Brandon and I are on strike and we're not going back to our office. We've decided together weeks ago that it ain't happening. So whatever they decide, <laughs> we'll just work from home. I can't do it. Honestly, do I, don't, I don't think my office is going to go back until the new year. Okay. You know? Yeah. A friend of mine, is, that's his situation. The, um, his job isn't going to open up until 2021. I mean, what? That's probably for the best. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, enough about us. We talked to each other. Right. Yeah, right. So, yeah, definitely. This is gradual conversation just happening. You know? Right, yeah. right. We were just like, wow, quarantine. <laughs> well, Chef, I mean, 
I, first of all, I'm so inspired by you and everything that you have done so far. Um, but I want to kind of take it back to basics for a second. I'm sure you've had this question so many times. Where did you learn to cook? Like, just simple. Where did you learn? You know, I learned from watching my grandmother. So a little oh. bit about me, I am a bit of a grandma stalker. So I would follow her everywhere. She went to the bathroom, I went with her. She went to the kitchen, I went with her. Um, but, you know, I would sit there and I would watch her. I would taste everything. I would watch how she would take her time and prepare all of the meals and, and, and put everything together, you know, put the plate over it and store it in the oven and keep it all nice and hot for when, you know, uh, my uncles would come by. And, um, you know, just watching her do her thing is, is really what kind of set the tone for me. You know, I love my grandma. Yeah. Um, no, I, I feel like everybody's grandma can cook really well. Right. Like my grandma made the best biscuits, the best fried chicken, salmon croquettes. Woo. Yeah. Mouth is watering. <laughs> like everybody's grandma loves to cook. Right. So, is, is your grandma still in Barbados? Because you're you're from Barbados, right? Yes. So I am from Barbados. My grandma's still there. Um, she's not cooking anymore. She's just kind of kicking back and, you know, chilling out. But, you know. So when, yeah. when did you move from Barbados to the city? What was that journey like? Well, the first stop was actually Texas. Uh, so oh, I Texas! Yeah, so I came here when I was eight years old. I went to Daniel Webster Elementary School, where I finally got to see like all the lockers and everything. It really looked like, oh snap, this is like Home Alone type stuff or whatever, you know? Right, <laughs> it's like it's a TV, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. You know, the bell ringing and everything, but um, it was a different world coming here. And I felt like I was the smartest kid. It was like, oh snap, I'm smarter than you, 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 and you. I know how to do longhand division by myself. I, know. <laughs> I always wondered that because like I I grew up you know we're all from Texas as well and like I never moved in, or I never had to be like the new kid or anything like that but I always wondered would I be that like I like y'all are just on this like I already know how to do that Whatever. <laughs> but uh, I don't know I was probably actually really dumb no <laughs> that only lasted for a short amount of time because the moment literally that uh, after that semester was over, because I only came here, I came here in March of 1993. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. like, where's my shit right now? Um, <laughs> but after that semester, I was like, oh, okay, so you guys now know how to do what I already know. Okay, cool. So, I'm and so crazy. next, the next semester, you just landed chopped. You're like, y'all, fuck y'all, idiot. I'm <laughs> You're right out of the school. But yeah, so, and then we came to the to uh, NYC. And, um, you know, which is like the West Indian culture hub, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so did you start cooking as soon as you came to New York and started your catering business? Like, how did you transition your, like, passion that your grandma taught you into this full-fledged celebrity business? Well, it took some time. Initially, I started doing T-shirts. I, I love T-shirts. Um, so I was designing and doing all these creative, you know, beautiful things. However, you know, I wasn't really sticking to it. And my parents were like, can you just choose something and do it, <laughs> do it with passion or something? And, uh, right. You know, bit by bit, uh, after working at the desk at uh, Methodist Hospital, you know, I found myself going home trying to figure out what to eat at like 1230 in the morning. And that's where I kind of had no choice but to be inventive. And I would put on Chopped at the same time that I was trying to figure out what I was going to make. And that kind of was like the catalyst for everything. And the history is, is right there. I quit my job and went to be a prep cook, making kibbles and bits for dollars. But I learned so much. 
That's awesome. Darrell, Darrell puts on soaps whenever he comes home and now look at him. He's on General Hospital. <laughs> so that, that, yeah. Thank you, Raiden. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that is very true. And Ashley too. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Chef, we are all big foodies. We love to eat. If you can't tell, just look at the screens. <laughs> look at all of us. No, but okay, we love to eat, but I feel like we all appreciate food. We do, as we well, appreciate the artistry of Absolutely. It. So what is your like signature dish? Like what is your go-to and why? Hmm. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> do you? I think I do. Tell me. Macaroni and cheese. No, <laughs> I, do I do have like mac and mac and cheese literally in my freezer. So when I make like, like your version of macaroni and cheese. Okay, so which is sexy as hell. But yeah, I have to tell yeah. you, my tuna tartare is actually my favorite thing to make. <gasps> right. Oh, my mouth just started watering. <laughs> now, but see, my thing is, I've I've gone out to eat so many different places. I've tried it. I've tried it here. I've tried it abroad. And what's satisfying for me is my clients, they always come back and say, your tuna tartare is different. It, this is just better. And as I went out and tried all these different places from Nobu to, you know, I'm not even gonna say names because then it's gonna look like I'm like being shyster. But <laughs> it's like, this is amazing, okay? And apologies for like the curse, sorry. But, no, please. Oh yeah. oh yeah, my shit's the shit, yo. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have to have that now. Like no, listen, I want it. No, like for real, we gonna have to work something out. I'll right, pay so you look, whatever. Guys, look Saturday. Right, right? Okay. So Friday, actually, my client he actually requested tuna tartare. Mm -hmm. So I'll make sure that I prepare a little bit extra. Oh, bless <laughs> you. Saturday, you guys can just have like it's like hands down. My mouth is ready. I'm ready. Like, I love tuna tartare, and I've never been, I used to not be a big tuna tartare person. Everyone on this call, they know, like, you're I, allergic to shellfish. I'm allergic so to like. shellfish, so I just stay away from all fish for a while, except for catfish, because, you know, black people. But, you know, we got to have a girl. But I decided, like, I started eating, like, tuna tartare, and I can't get enough of it. It's so, so I will see you Saturday, baby. <laughs> Okay, so now that you said like what your signature dish is, like I guess that could be like in tandem with my question. It's like if you had to choose one dish to make for the rest of your life, like what would that be? And it's and who would you make it for? <laughs> oh, okay, 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 and who? Shit. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> okay, so. I am actually going to say that my um, my lobster risotto, so, mm. I, so I make it with, of course, you know, you got to add, you know, the shallots and the garlic and so on, um, some fresh saffron in there, you know, just to give it a little bit of an extra taste. Mm -hmm. Nice chunks of lobster in there. Of course, you hit it with some fresh lemon zest and a bit of cumin, just so it has like that, that little oomph of flavor. But it's such a simple, relaxed dish. And if I had to say anyone that I would make it for. Girls, I'm so sorry. Please don't be mad. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I want to say, hmm, I'm, I'm, I'm going to choose Brayden. Brayden, you're going to be it. You're going to be it. You're going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm allergic, so you know what? I'm not even offended. You can have that one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, 
but you're but you're getting two in the tartaro salary. So. Right, so right. I win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chef, thank you so much. Marlon, of course. That wow, what an honor. Like, I'm sure it's just some um, just hearty. I'm so hungry. Mm, this is so hungry. <laughs> Sorry. Hearty all day. You know, be like, yeah, so how would you feel about a nice truffle mashed potato chicken, Hawaiian braised short ribs with a little bit of red wine au jus across the top? Look at that. Look at you. Oh. Dick's hard. Let me stop. <laughs> For y'all who can't oh see God. us, our mouths are open. Yeah, our, our mouths are <laughs> open. And I also was like clenching up. Like everything, it was, it was a lot. I'm drooling on this microphone over here. So it's all good that I get electrocuted. No. Oh, I love it. Wait, so Chef, you were Odell Beckham Jr.'s personal chef. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. How's, how, how did that happen? You know, honestly, I got a phone call one day from someone and they said, hey, you know, are you comfortable working with athletes? And I said, perfectly fine. They're just people. And um, they're like, okay, so I'm going to connect you with, you know, his mom, so on and so forth. Never said his name or anything like that. And, um, you know, his mom jumped on the call. We were on the phone for about an hour, give or take, you know, questioning me and, you know, just kind of seeing a rundown of, you know, what I'm comfortable with and so on. And she actually invited me to come to his house and prepare food again. I knock in, I'm knocking on the door, no one's home. She tells me a code, I go in the house, I'm supposed to start cooking. I've been in the house cooking for about three days now and never met the man at all. Whoa, wow. That's crazy. That's super crazy, it's like, okay, hey, are you the client? No? <laughs> no? <laughs> all right, cool. He's gonna like this. Ooh, you know, like I'm preparing food for like a ghost or something. <laughs> kind of like walks into the kitchen. I was like, "You're the blonde kid, yeah, you." Oh. And that's what I said. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, it's like I just like his, the way he dressed or whatever. So that's just kind of how I I knew him. And I had to be super honest with him and be like, "Look, I don't watch none of this football shit, so I'm not gonna sit here and be like on your dick like everybody else is." Like, okay, well, like I'm trying to be. Oh, oh wait, go real. Oh, welcome to Pride the Podcast. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Right. I just want to <laughs> let people know. But I literally had to definitely tell him that. Like, I'm, you know, it's one thing to work in someone's home, but it is another thing to try and bring the pandemonium to, to mm -hmm. the situation where you're supposed to be a professional. Mm -hmm. like, right. You know, off the bat, you know, it's just like, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, yeah, you did. I didn't watch that shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so but then I started watching because he kind of like got me into it a little bit or whatever because he would come and watch games upstairs and like chit chat and let me bust his ass in Uno. So yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Was his okay. house out in the Hamptons? Did huh? I make, was his house in the Hamptons? No, so his house is in New Jersey. Oh, in Jersey. Jersey, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Charles, so like, noted. Noted. Thank you so much. <laughs> I will. Just... Remember, he got traded, so. It's right. In, I think with the Browns now, I think. I'm yeah. sorry. All I heard was that he's trade. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I think my producer. Hey, right. I hate to spray this water. I, uh, I'm so sorry. The girls in heat. I want him. But <laughs> great. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I saw you were on uh, an episode of Chopped. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Thank that you. is amazing. I usually, like, when I, because I watch the Food Network channel, like, on the reg and just, you know, just put it on or whatever. So I'm always catching up on just, like, random episodes of Chopped. Um, but my question is, do you think being a member of the LGBTQI uh, community makes you being on the show especially important? Um, 
you know, to be honest, being very real and very candid, I do have mixed feelings about the way the LGBTQ community is represented uh, via um, a lot of these networks, especially, you know, um, you know, things like Food Network and, you know, Chopped and so on. So I'm going to sort of plead the fifth on that opinion that I have due to you okay. know, contractual obligations. Uh, ah. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's good to also make sure that I'm bringing up positive presence that doesn't yeah right showboating or doesn't come with yeah she's that one that walks like the, you know like I, I don't want to be that person i want to be like chef renee her food is smashing the girl knows what she's doing she's amazing so on and so forth like that's that's the way that i kind of want it to be always put across absolutely Not for myself but for the rest of the lgbtq community that's I feel that. I feel that, yeah. So with um, kind of going off of that, uh, with Black Lives Matter finally get the focus, um, you know, there's been a lot going on recently. I've seen the finally seen Black Lives Matter and the LGBT community start to come together. Uh, for so long for, you know, as, as a black gay man, I've struggled with the fact that like they haven't really supported each other in the way that they should because mm -hmm. normally the face of the LGBT community has been like, gay white men um and and the uh, face of the you know black black community they're just like oh we don't really gel together but we recently saw them in los angeles come together in such a beautiful beautiful moment mm -hmm. and i, I want to say and kind of going back to your food because i'm still hungry um <laughs> What would you say, like, people need comfort food in this times. Times, we're going through a lot right now as people of color, um, people who are LGBTQ are currently being attacked. What would you say is the comfort food for that? And what would you also say in a serious moment of words of comfort that we should, how we should better take care of ourselves during this time? Well, I want to first start off with mental health. I think that's something that we need to all touch base on. You know, when you think of the climate, we have what happened with COVID, you know, worrisome mentality about, you know, health. And I'm pretty sure it brought about different behaviors for so many people. You know, some people have probably either ostracized someone for believing that COVID, you know, is a real thing, or potentially, you know, someone has said, hey, this, this is happening to me. This is crazy. My family's affected. This is affected. So that, that's a, a heightened climate already. Then you've got people who haven't been making money. Then you've got, you know, George Floyd. Then after that, it just, it keeps on getting, my hand is going this way, but it really should be going this way. Heightened, heightened, and heightened. And, you know, with that being said, a lot of people are either A, learning how to relate to each other, or they're actually learning how to chastise each other much deeper and disrespectfully, which is the part that I feel like God is hitting the reset button. Many apologies to anyone who doesn't believe in God. They believe in a greater good or, you know, a higher power, but the world is, the reset button has been hit, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. And mm -hmm. as they say, history, you know, we're going to keep on repeating ourselves if we don't make effective, necessary, immediate changes. Now, I know I kind of stretched that on, but I just wanted to touch base on that because when things are heightened and you have mental health being a factor, think about all those transgender, cisgender people who are feeling already singled out prior to COVID. Right. Like, this just kind of added on to a deeper level. And it's just, when you see that Black Lives Matter started and then people started saying, well, what about transgender? Well, what about the LGBTQ community? We can say, well, what about the black woman? You know, there's so many different factors about saying this person, this group, this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. And it all just comes to this one final point of 
once I take a knife and slice my skin open here, there's blood. I'll do it to you, 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 and you. There's blood. And the blood is going to be the same color. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to recognize this is not okay to start judging people by certain things. You know, honestly, I, uh, and not to ramble, but I made a Facebook post where it says, you know, one minute it's white against black, black against black, black against Spanish, Americans against immigrants. Immigrants have built this country. Blacks have built this country. Everyone has had a hand to some degree, whether negative or positive, but we have to begin to change the scope of how we view things and how we view each other. But then food brings everyone together. Yes. Yes. Right? So for me, it's just one of my slogans is enjoy life and break bread amongst friends. Yeah. The Bible tells us we should love each other. Again, apologies for those who don't believe in the Bible. I'm sorry, guys, but I do. And it's just a matter of we have to love one another. That's how we were all taught. You know, I'll share a quick personal story. One day at the beach, Sundays in Barbados, you always go to the beach. And my uncle said, look at that red skin boy there. I don't like he. And I, you know, repeated that one day with my father. My father said, where did you learn that? And I said, Uncle Trevor. And he said, we don't do that. That is not what you do. Okay. Every person belongs to a mom and a dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't let me hear you say that again. And it stuck with me to the point where I've had white girlfriends, Spanish girlfriends, you name it, because you're a person, or you're a person who treated me kindly. Yeah. And everyone doesn't have that, that, that view. And I think once we begin to sort of have that, and once we begin to have, share a cocktail together, share a meal together, there's so yeah. much understanding, there's so much conversation that can happen. So I, I don't know. Honestly too, Chef, I think it's so much easier to do that. It's so much easier to share a cocktail and share food rather than have so much animosity for no reason. Right, agreed. Yeah, and communication is key, you know? Like you said, we all bleed the same, and if we just have a conversation, everybody should be able to come to a common ground because we're all just human beings, you yeah. know? And, and I think that what you guys are saying, um, you know, that's the easy part with people who are willing and open. But then you yes. have people who are so close-minded, and everything is taught. Let's just be real. You know, yeah. I talk about my grandmother and cooking. It that's taught. You know, the way yeah. that I clean the house. You know, twice a week. That's taught. I watch <laughs> that. You know, so racism, prejudice, you name it, any kind of offensive behavior, mannerisms, that stuff is all taught or witnessed some way. You pick it up, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this shit. No, stop doing that shit. That shit will get your ass beat. Right. The real team. You're not my Talk shit, ancestors. get hit. Like, <laughs> we don't do that no more. We I don't fight. promote violence, but. Right, not but. At all. <laughs> no, they will come to defend oneself. Right. Hands can be used for other than cooking. Chop that ass. Chop. For viewers out there, we're, we're doing a Zoom call, and Chef is just showing all of these ways that she's in the kitchen flipping these knives. And she's and chopping. And chopping. <laughs> I know that's right. I love it. So staying on a, like a positive note, it's Pride Month and it's specifically Pride Week. So do you have any special like Pride plans or, or, or anything to do on Sunday? Um, so I'm going to be as gay as I can be in my house because I heard that it's 90 degrees outside and I don't do that. Ooh, <laughs> right. I hear that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've been tuning in 
um, since the week started to Saber Pride, which I'm actually a part of. Um, okay. Uh, it's associated with God's Love, We Deliver. So long story short on that, they began when the AIDS pandemic first started, and they've been preparing meals for people who basically are stuck at home and, you know, can't really take, you know, care of themselves, they're ill. And uh, they, can, they for the last three years, they've been doing this uh, sponsored event that allows people to, you know, donate and chefs come out and they cook. So every day we've been, you know, watching, tuning in, and I've been one of the chefs. I went last year. It was a lot of fun. And last year. Last year was tuna tartare. Yeah. Last Is that the event that went you went to? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Y'all met at that event. Yeah. 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 Really? It was a lot of fun. Yes. Oh. Yes. I was with Brayden. I think you had braids <laughs> then. Yeah. I think she had Yes, on the rooftop. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Tuna tartare was last year. Yeah, I honestly almost stopped talking to Brayden at that point because he took <laughs> Ashley instead of me, and um, I'm hung. I was no, like, we had y'all were at a drag event, right? But I would have switched out. I, so <laughs> oh. that was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that Brayden had told us all about it, and then he ended up taking action they ended up having their own date and <laughs> us two i was they were all cozied up on the roof you know, like, <laughs> i was tired yeah, it was fine <laughs> i was i we and then they met us after and me and adam was like we so hungry we frail and they're like we good <laughs> so mad there's always another there's always another time I'm, I'm hopeful to be you know part of the event this was my second year um actually doing a chef demo and it was so weird just preparing everything in my house and there's no audience, there's no, you know, people asking like legit questions right in front of me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. awesome. Pride is definitely gonna be very different this year. I mean, it already is different but being Pride Week and like there's all these virtual things, which I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if it feels the same, I guess. Like I have to, make myself be a little bit more energetic. I don't know. It, it's definitely a Debbie Downer. It takes it back to basics for me. Um, I just feel like we're all getting to really understand the meaning of pride. There's so many people that are just now starting to discover how pride started, you right. know, learning that people of color through the first, you know, brick. Yeah. So so I, I, I will say that I, I see the downside to it because Pride is my favorite time. It's like my birthday. Um, I've got the best birthday gift getting uh, tuna tartare from Chef Renee. Yes, his so, birthday is on Monday. Yes. So I... I, 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 I yeah. yeah. Yes, margaritas. I can't wait. So, I, I mean, I, I understand that, and I do miss seeing that, that friend thing. But, Chef, what would you say most of all do you miss about Pride? Like, do you, I mean, you already spoke about kind of how, you know, people aren't coming up to you and you're preparing all this food in your house and it's already very weird. But, like, what would you say you miss the most about such an electric time, especially in a place like New York City? Human interaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, there's nothing better than, you know, showing up to a place that is the place to be, seeing people you know, giving a hug, giving a drunk hug, doing this. Oh, my God, bitch, yes, let's take a picture. Come on, come on, right here. You know, and, you know, and that's me joking, but when you think about it, what we're all missing here is human interaction. Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's something that we all once took for granted. You know, I'm one of those people who will pass on brunch. Like, hey, look, listen, I'm in my drawers right now. But, um, you know, it's 
I love people. So yeah. that's my thing, you know, just being home on my couch is boring as shit. Yeah. Well, we definitely yeah. have human interaction too. And I wish that we could have done this in our studio, but at least we can, you know, do what we can do on these little Zoom virtual meetings. So we really appreciate you doing that. But again, yeah. it was in person. <laughs> You know, drinks would have been on you guys if it was in person. That's absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll just have, you'll just have to come back, and once everything is open and we can, we don't have to social distance. You'll just have to come back on the podcast. Listen, I'm yeah, we could have a podcast catered by Chef Renee Blackman. How about that? <laughs> He's like, okay, okay I'll bring well. my services. <laughs> well, I love that. Again, I would love to have the two of <laughs> it would be great you've been such a pleasure um you are such a beacon of hope and light um just as as a strong black woman and part of the lgbt community i love you so much and yeah. thank you so much for coming and talking to us yeah we really appreciate it i hope that you guys are staying safe and staying hydrated in this heat that we've got going yes on. almost hydrated <laughs> yeah so you beat me. I'm still. I'm working. There's like <laughs> okay. this much juice and like that much tequila when it first started. So yeah. Okay. I'm proud of you. Slow and steady. Right there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> work to do here, you know, before I like take a melatonin and hit the sheets. I know. Oh. Thank you, Chef. We really. Yeah. Before we go, uh, let us know where we uh, we c- our audience can find you on social media and. Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram or my website. As long as you type in Chef Renee, it starts to, like, populate itself. Just look oh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, that's I right. Good like, knowledge graph, Google. Get like it. we said, celebrity chef. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to take that. I'm going to take You got to take it. Receive it. <laughs> got it. Well, thank you, <laughs> Chef. Happy Pride. Happy stay Pride. safe. Stay cool. We love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.